What's up, kids? The gang's back. Yes. We're all here together. Mm-hmm. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a muted? I was oh. trying to figure no, out. No, not at all. If they'll even know what that means. What do you mean? We're all back. We, well, I mean, we're all together. We could again. say that about every time we record. Yeah. That's true. Hi. We're all back. We're back. It didn't end. <laughs> Trust me, sometimes these <laughs> things end. Yeah. And it's for the better, but these won't end. Sometimes it's very abruptly and you don't expect them. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's a long time coming. And oh sometimes, <laughs> well, I'll even, most of the time, it's for the best. All right. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, ooh. ooh, okay. Mm. Guys, today we're doing the thing we always do. Oh, at least some of the times do now because yeah. we've also been doing movies. But we're talking about two TV show pilots. We're a pilot podcast, and our job as a collective group of friends is we watch a pilot of a TV show, we review it, and we tell you whether based on the pilot you should keep watching. There is going to be some spoiler talk for Peacemaker, one of the shows we're reviewing today, but we'll have a timestamp for that on the video. So if you guys don't want any spoilers for anything past the pilot, you'll know to just click off. Um, And we'll also talk about Psychopaths today. Yeah. But first off, like, what's everybody's name? I'm Franny. I'm CL slash Cody. Hey guys, it's CL. Just kidding, it's me, Logan. What's up? God? <laughs> Hello? Um, yeah, so uh, who's got the Wikipedia for the I first do. show? I think we're going to do Psychopaths first, right? Okay, yeah, we can do that. Psychopaths is a Japanese cyberpunk psychological thriller anime television series produced by Production IG. It was co-directed by Naoshi Shiotani and Katsuyuki Motohiro and written by Jin Urobuchi with character designs by Akira Omano. Uh, let's see. It's set in it oh, stroke set in the dystopian of Sybil's systems governance of Japan. The plot follows young woman Akane Sunimori. She is introduced as a novice inspector assigned to Division One of the Public Safety Bureau's Criminal Investigation Division, in charge of solving crimes with latent criminals called enforcers. Has anybody here seen Minority Report? No. Have I? Maybe. I with Tom. It. With Tom Acruz. Yeah, I think we did. It's about thought crimes and things of that matter. Yeah. Oh, I have this all the time. This <laughs> is like a 1984 kind of minority report deal mm-hmm. where essentially people are being not only accused of crimes, but being punished for crimes that they have yet committed um, in a lot of cases uh, based on the technology they have and I guess like the way that they read people's minds. It's very yeah. dystopian right off the top. Um I thought the one thing I really liked about this pilot that I want to say before we like get into the nitty gritty of it all is I loved how well it was paced. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't really bored or begging for information or waiting at any point. Now, granted, it's an anime pilot, so it's like 22 minutes or whatever, but I'm telling you, dude, 22 minutes can drag sometimes, and this did not drag. It was like entertaining the whole time. Um, It was also really fucked up, but Franny, what did you (laughs) think of it? 
I, I've been told to watch this anime by multiple friends and everything, especially wow. since like I kind of got like into anime later. I wasn't really into yeah. it growing up. Um, no, I just got her into Dragon Ball Kids. Yes. Awesome. But um, I really liked this one. I like how in the first episode, like it, it kind of blurs the lines between like who's the good guys, who's the bad guys in the first episode, which I enjoyed since it is like a dystopian thing and you automatically assume like the thought police are going to be the bad guys. But in this situation, they start you off with them like saving somebody's life yeah. and then, and then kind of destroying somebody's life too. So it really fucks with you in the first episode and like puts you right in the middle of it. Yeah. It's not a slow paced show whatsoever. No, not at all. Um, I think that also the, we watched the, the, the Funimation dub. I know a lot of people hate on Funimation dubs. I actually think, especially for a smaller studio, that they crank out a lot of high-quality content. Yeah. The voice performances here are good. I never feel like they're just reading lines. It feels like they're interpreting yeah. the rules, the roles for real. The rules. That, well, I mean, you just think about some of these other dubbed animes, these four kids dubs, right? Like Yu-Gi-Oh! and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, granted, that's a children's show. But yeah. my point being is these characters sometimes are just voices on top of the characters, and they don't embody them. I feel like all of these characters really felt like their voices as well, which is, it yeah. tends to be an issue with dubbed anime. So it's good in that sense. Um, I thought it was a little grotesque at times. Um, even for my taste. I mean, I feel like the grotesqueness was, no, I get pointed. that. I, I just think that, um, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's just like, it seems like some of the grotesqueness in the show isn't necessarily serviceable to the story always. Which is fine, you know, if you like, if you like hard, you know, gr like very gritty things, uh, this is very much got a Tarantino Eli, Eli Roth essence as an anime. It's very yeah. bloody it's, and it's violent not for kids. and disturbing. Um, and really, um, the part that surprised me most about the review is that when we watched it, Franny was like, I really liked that. You're not usually the person to like really gory stuff. I think with it being anime, I can kind it's of that, it's separation. Yeah, it's the, the, the degree of separation. I think it, that that does help me too yeah. in how violent it is. If this, I don't think this could work as a live action, uh, mm -hmm. at least not in the in the way they want to dispense with the violence. I think it would yeah. be far too violent. What did you think of it? So, okay, I I was there was point there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm actually really in on this because I I really liked the character lineup i liked the premise a lot i thought it was really cool how they were bringing in these these kind of not necessarily reformed criminals but reformed criminals they to, were like a like a suicide squad or something yeah kind of uh -huh. some kind of suicide squad like they're trying to make peace anyway so i i really enjoyed the actual premise there were just things where i was like holy shit was not expecting it to take this turn like with the R word stuff and just like a lot of intensity that came through it. And I guess I should have known because it's called Psychopass. But I actually really enjoyed it. I think it's really cool. I liked the kind of weird dynamic of like, okay, we're going to murder this guy because his crimes are like off the chain. But like because of his corruption, he's corrupting his victim. So now she's the one. And I was like, that was a turn I wasn't expecting. And I thought that was really cool. It definitely says a lot. It, it almost is like actualizing the idea of blaming a victim. Yeah. Like, and I liked that part of it. I liked the social commentary that this, that this really derives. And also it's a good social commentary as well on more. Like, I know that like 
I wouldn't necessarily go with Japan as the most authoritative, you know, Eastern country. Right. But there are authoritative elements throughout like all of the Eastern, you know, side of the planet. And, um, this is a cool play on that idea, you know, like almost a squid game esque idea where it's, you're looking at a more dystopian, but very possible future. Yeah. Um, I thought that a lot of the technology in it was really inspired and different, Mm -hmm. Uh, like the gun and then the police, the weird police robots that were like, do you have the ID? I'm in the shape of a little girl for some reason. I thought that that was really interesting. Um, I think that the main cop character and her are definitely going to fuck. Like, he's not a cop. He's one of the bad guys. (laughs) You know the one I'm talking about? Yes, I do. They're going to fuck. I mean, they're going to, and it's going to be dirty. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she's just going to be like, did you psycho pass up this pussy? And he'll be like, oh, no. God. I'm telling you, there's, they're absolutely trying. I mean, maybe they're just going to be cool partners and stuff, but they totally have an X-Files thing going on. I think they're setting up on. like a romance it. with it. I agree because they also set it up that the one guy was like, oh, damn, she's yeah. hot. And she was like, I'm not interested in you, but whoa, dark, mysterious yeah. guy. With the, with the spiky hair. Ooh, wee. I don't know if it's just like, I look for the the cowboy bebop and everything <laughs> but like he looks a little bit like spike like spike definitely and that turns me on a little bit like yeah I feel for like sure that made me like him a lot more i liked how he was like he wasn't disrespectful but he also had like a quiet guy thing going on yeah like he didn't walk up like i don't give a fuck what you have to say but he pretty he much was just like he was pretty much just like if you don't like what we're doing kill us okay bye and you're Which just like fuck yeah that guy's got a huge wang. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know um, or he knows how to use it. I mean, <laughs> just like his a gun. Bit of both. Just like his gun. He only aims it at the worthy. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, like, like to be honest, the plot is so serviceable mm-hmm. that I think that it, it doesn't leave a lot for interpretation, um, yeah. other than how you want to interpret the themes themselves. But I mean. It's very clear cut what they're trying to accomplish here. Dystopian society. And this main character of ours has a different perspective that she wants to bring on to people. Yeah. A more woke interpretive perspective that we can as an audience align with and then like that character. But at the same time, you know, when you see what the criminal did, the one they were chasing down, uh, you also understand why they send out people to like commit crimes on people who have these unpure thoughts because you're like, well, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. But is he a result? Of it is his acting out a result of the the, the climate of the system? Yeah. yeah. Is is what drove him to madness, feeling like he was always being watched? And how should we feel about that? And being told that he's a bad guy too. Yeah. Before even doing anything. Yeah. And it just happened one day randomly. Yeah. And it, it's like, well, was it really random or were you fed up with it? Like, are we, do we empathize? No, but is it almost like an, a concept where you're like, fuck, is, he, is it a trapped animal or is it still a human being? Mm-hmm. Like, it's all very interesting concepts. Um, I feel like my only nitpick with it is the idea that, like, the gun kind of wanted to fire itself. And yeah. it was 100% like, we're going to murder this guy. So what is the difference between this guy who raped somebody and the crimes that we have yet to know with these enforcers like what was they all are apparently really high level danger dangerous threats and yet Mm -hmm. they did not have the the kill switch pulled on them well i know that the gun can also read apparently read current intentions so maybe it was just a matter of giving oneself up 
Oh. But who knows? We don't know. We didn't yeah. watch more yet. Um, and, I, and I don't know if I will. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's quite my vibe, but it's good. I mean, it's, it is really good. I could see myself finishing it. It just, we watch so much content. Yeah. And I'm like, some of this was really grotesque and... Some of it was a little surface level for me to where I'm not like dying to see it again. Yeah. But it was good. I, I think if I was going to recommend like a horror or like a thriller anime, go with Monster. Monster's much better than this or Death Note. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's tons of other options. But if you're into that vein of like the thriller and, you know, and and, and also an accent of like very gritty, like horror even, um, this could totally be your spot. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch this one. I like this one a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. Do we know how many seasons it is? No clue. Wow. Okay. I was like, mm-hmm. I can I can look, but the one thing that I will say about it is that I feel like everything is there in the pilot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily yeah. feel the need to finish the show because I feel like the pilot did such a great job job at explaining what the actual show is. Yeah, I just want to see where it that's, goes. That's the thing that's kind of confusing for episodes. me. Wow. Okay, then I'll so probably finish I was it. Like, maybe I yeah. will finish it. That's the part that's confusing for me is like I don't know if I like the show, but I was wildly impressed with how effective the pilot was. So. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's only twenty two episodes. I think I'll probably finish this. Okay, well, you know, yeah. maybe you can do like a little roundup video later maybe. and be like, this, these were my thoughts on this. Yeah. Yes, do it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to do it. Um, but I would love to see it, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, for me, I'm going to give the pilot, although I don't know if you guys have more to say, I'm just going to get right to this rating part here. No, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give the pilot a seven with, the, with an asterisk next to it watch with caution yeah i think if you're not willing to jump into the grotesque and the uncomfortable this will be a wildly uncomfortable show for you and trigger warnings ahead yeah genuinely 100 yeah, percent. there's a lot that happens in this that's very uncomfortable to watch and if it was put in a live action framing i don't know if it would have been made so no i, I don't think that. it would have been at I... least not so availably to people on hulu and yeah you know Probably been seen by a couple of kids. I mean, it is an anime after all. That's always the problem, right? Is that right. kids get a hold of adult anime. I watched Death Note in the fifth grade. So I watched School Days when I was like 10. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. not a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. I don't even no. know what that one is. Um, I'm going to give this an eight. We should do School Days. <laughs> no, we should not. <laughs> Um, let's just let's just do hentai at this point. <laughs> let's just do a hentai review. Um, I... I think I agree. I think I'll give it an eight. I think like I've had some time and some space with it enough that I can high like uh, highly rate it, but I think at the time it was really jarring and I was like, what the actual Yeah, fuck that's is I think that's what it boils down to for me is I'm I, I'm I'm the person who's like, I'm gonna take this away and not think about like what it could prospectively be because I'm sure it's good. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's so highly rated amongst everybody and, and it was very engaging. But I just thought that first episode was so harsh, like so fucking harsh and aggressive in every way. Um, yeah, but yeah, kind of exciting. Definitely, definitely. So if you like that kind of stuff, watch it. And let us know what other animes like you want us to cover and watch. Because yeah, for we're, sure. we're starting to dabble a bit more and I, I, I want to do more than just like the mainstays, like One Piece, like yeah. which we're going to review. Yeah, but, but we'll, we'll, I mean, I know tons of, already. I know I tons know of good obscure anime. I think we should do some more of the mainstays though. I think that yeah. we'll be disservicing people if we don't just do an 
all out death note review oh i agree with that too so or yeah. full metal alchemist you know the the mainstays as well but yeah we can get into weird stuff like golden boy which is essentially hentai we could do that i mean my friend watches one about guys playing volleyball that's actually a really popular <gasps> anime. I, I don't know anything Hi-Q? about it Hi-Q, yes, yeah. yeah very popular well, that's we can actually watch, kind of a mainstay it's we, huge yeah it's really? huge. we can watch yeah. master of tennis <laughs> yes we could yeah we can watch it all right let's go ahead and uh get on to the next review then yeah all right kids we'll be right back with peacemaker So peacemaker. So peacemaker. <laughs> Are we doing a mid credit or? Uh, hold on. Do we want to do a ad read or no? Um, we could. You could just do an audio. Do you want me to do one right now? You yeah, could just do an audio, and an I could put something over it or whatever you want to do. I, w- I would play the music in the background, but I'm afraid it wouldn't work. So let me just. I'm, speak I'm not worried it. about it. I was like, just plug what you want to plug. Okay. Cool. Hey kids, just grabbing the mic for a second to tell you guys to check out my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Logan Tyler. Uh, it's, it's going to have more of my personal interviews on there as well as you can check out some clips from all the shows that we do with held captive, uh, media. And, um, you can also check out our YouTube channel for a pilot podcast, youtube.com slash pilot podcast, where you can check out these videos. If you're listening on our RSS feeds anywhere else, like Spotify or Apple, you can watch it on YouTube now in video in live color. What do you know? Um, well, anyway, guys. Oh, and of course, check out our YouTube channel, Team Hyperfang. Uh, we don't have a URL for it, but we'll put it in the description. It's our Pokemon Nuzlocke Let's Play that I'm doing with Cody. So thanks, guys, and uh, thanks for listening. Hey, guys, we're back. We're going to talk about Peacemaker. Cody, do you want to start us out with the Wikipedia? <laughs> you're being so what? weird. Me? Yes, you're being really weird. Okay. Never. Hey! Hey, guys! Hi! Yes. <laughs> So, like a fucking kids toy commercial, dude. Oh my god, that's what it was. It's like, wow, super awesome, bopping, zipping, bopping, Nerf gun, kids. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we, don't eat it. All right, go ahead. Sorry. We just saw a groundhog, and I think we're just really excited. Tid, Ted, right? I almost called him Tid. Ted Munchies. Tid yeah. is what I almost called Tid. him. That's not a name. Tid. So you know, just Tid. A Tid. Just call him. <laughs> that's like something point. like a southern woman would say if they just wanted a little bit of juice in their just, cup. Just a Tid. Just give me a Tid. Just a tit. Just a tit. Maybe a bit of a spinch. Well, speaking of a spinch, anyway, I don't don't know. (laughs) Speaking of spinch, Peacemaker. (laughs) Peacemaker. Peacemaker is an American superhero television series created by James Gunn for the streaming service HBO Max based on the DC Comics character Peacemaker. It is the first in the DC Extended Universe, DCEU television series, and a spinoff from the 2021 film The Suicide Squad. Set in the events after the film, the series... Uh, explores a jingoistic words killer uh yeah great do you really want to do you really want to taste it this is the best theme song ever yes i love intro the opener so the funny part about the intro the opener of peacemaker is that when james gunn was first pitching the idea to warner bros because they're like you made the Suicide Squad, and even though it didn't make money, it did really well critically. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to grab that John Cena guy, and I want to make a show. And there was an early reviewer of Suicide Squad who's like, I don't know what they think they're going to get out of John Cena because he barely did anything in this movie. I mean, what are they going to have him do? Like, do a fucking opening dance like back in his WWE days? So then they added an opening dance credit <laughs> to the beginning of the show. <laughs> And it's great, by the way. It's so good. I, I love, love it. it. I watch it every time. Um, so yeah, Peacemaker. All right, let's talk about the pilot, and then I'll get into we'll get into the spoilers. 
Okay. Pilot episode. What'd you think, Cody? I want to know because I know what me and Franny thought. I'm so desperate to know because if you shit on it, uh, I can just as easily just like pour gasoline back onto it in a good way. So it'll be fine. Okay. So there's a lot of things I think it did really well. And then there's a lot of things where I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm excited to hear this. Me too. I've been dying to know what you thought about it. <sighs> okay. Because we've also said that you're going to think it's so down the middle. We just knew your yeah. taste on this. Yeah. Um, I think it's okay. How can I word this? I'm, I'm going to go in and say, you should probably watch Peacemaker's like prequel, the Suicide Squad movie before you watch this. I did not. So I kind of went into this very blind and I'm not really familiar with the DC comics character either. Um, so I, I knew his whole aesthetic was like America and I knew he was America. kind of a villain. Yeah. Antihero at, at minimum. Yeah. Kind of. At I guess. minimum. He's an antihero. Yeah. Um, I just, <sighs> I didn't like it. Well, what did you not like about it? I didn't like it because I feel like tonally at points it didn't know what it wanted to be. There were times where I think it really wanted to be kind of like what we're used to with superhero movies where it's like, okay, it's like kind of this kitschy, like his dance scene when he's in his underwear, it's like kitschy comedy and it's mixed with action and it does a lot of it well. But then I feel like there's just some real cringe between like him and the one blonde, what heart, hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, like that whole dynamic, I was like, okay, this is a little try hard for me. What's cringe about it? I think it's the, uh, it's just the mindset for me. His like, it's not that I don't agree or disagree. With I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to word it. Mean. Um, it's okay. Because one of the things that people really liked about it was Harcourt. So I think it's interesting. That's actually James I Gunn's wife. I more him, not her. Oh, the really? way he was on her. The way he was with her. Well, okay. Let me say this about it. Okay. He, that alters. He doesn't okay. stay yeah. in this. Well, like, I, no, I figure. Well, I think it's important to mention that it alters because I think you're right in the sense that like the first episode has a lot to do to make you like Peacemaker mm -hmm. because they have to also make him as unlikable in scenes. Yep. For me, it worked, and I think for you, it didn't, exactly. and that's the differentiator. But I do think that people who weren't sold on Peacemaker by the first episode can easily be sold on him by the last episode Okay, because of the transformation of the character. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the show so good, um, but we won't get into the rest of it. Let's stay with the pilot. Um, so I kind of get what you're saying with that. He just comes off like a cringy, try-hard bro, dude, bro, and you don't like his character, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Fair enough. I yeah. think that his character is supposed to be flawed and you can interpret that as being like overly flawed, <laughs> annoying to an extent. Like there is a point where a character goes too far and that yeah. was that for you. Totally disagree for me. Me too. I think the negative part of the show um, for me, at least in the earlier parts, is it's, it's hard to put into words, but it, it really just boils down to there were a little too goofy at the top to where now you have this level of entry where you're like, is this going to be dick and fart jokes the whole show? Yep. But it's not that at all. That's and what I meant tonally. Yeah. yeah. And I think the reason they had to do that is because coming up in further episodes, there's going to be a lot of shit happening 
where there wasn't going to be a lot of opportunity for comedy. And ultimately, Peacemaker's biggest appeal is that John Cena is a funny actor. Like, he can do comedic acting. I agree. I mean, WWE wrestlers know how to ham it up, and he totally has that. I mean, John Cena is not somebody I'd call a good actor, but he's made for this role. He fucking kills it as this character. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best part about the pilot for me was Edibio. Yeah. I like that character a lot. And she grows as well. She was the one who was like the new member of the team, you know? Yeah, she's tasty and Orange is the new black. Yeah. I love her. She's a great actress. She fucking killed it in this. I think it was perfect casting. And, um, you know, like if the Golden Globes were a fair community of voting, I think there's a good chance that she could have gotten a supporting part. I like that. Because on top of her having to be funny, like Peacemaker, I'm not going to say in what, but she has the same thing where she has to walk a certain line that's very difficult. And I think that she succeeds because of the wealth of her acting. Yeah. Um, Harcourt, I love. Uh, I, I think I love all the mainstay characters. But the one that really uh, is incredible is Vigilante. Yes, which he's not in the pilot. Yes, he is. He's on he the is? phone. He leaves a bunch oh, of voice messages. Oh, yes. You don't see him yet, but know that Vigilante is the best character in the show. Okay. Like, unbelievably funny. And, like, so mentally unwell. And that's what makes him even more funny, like to not where it's incredible. Um, but anyway, let's let's get to the pilot and then we'll go to the spoiler. So what did you think of the pilot? I loved it. I was so excited about this. I think John Cena's hilarious. I think this is exactly what the kind of content he should be in. Yeah, like um, don't put him in something real because no. he is like he's just not ready. He's, he's like a goober. Like yeah, it's just supposed to don't put yeah. him in a fucking serious role. Like no. Let's keep this character more leaning towards the rock kind of films mm-hmm. let's keep him out of serious roles. yeah yeah no this was the perfect um, thing i like the character that they chose to continue on with because i feel like we didn't get a lot of peacemaker and what we got of peacemaker was very like beginner you know it feels like almost his backstory happened and we can they do grow that character a ton in this and it gave them a lot of room to grow that character his his father uh white dragon as known in the comics mm. um crazy crazy to be able to put that uh, i'll tell you this much show. dude first of all that's a very hard character to put into a yeah. comedy let exactly. alone a show in general you need somebody like john cena in that show to kind of but also how great was that performance i fucking hated him Oh yeah! I hated oh my him. god! And that's because that dude was an incredible actor and can make <laughs> you fucking hate him. And it's so funny too, with, like with the intro, how they have them all dancing, how he's like just dancing. Yeah, along. I, I, and like, I love that. I love the contrast of the intro. I think and, it's so and, fun. And there was characters introduced in the first episode that spoilers like aren't in any other episodes that are in that intro. Yeah, it's like oh, the really? whole major cast of the show is like in this intro. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. And that I thought was really fun. Um. But yeah, for me, uh, the Peacemaker pilot, though it has some hiccups, I'm gonna give it like an eight out of like a solid eight out of ten. And it, for me, just spoilers ahead, it it improves wildly over the next few episodes. I'm gonna give it a nine. I was all in with this pilot. I was so excited to continue watching it, and I didn't think I'd really care about this show that much, honestly. Also, shout out to HBO for supporting their companion podcast, Podly. You right? Should go listen to it. 
That's oh my cool. god! And Su- support support companion podcast because maybe one day someone will give us one. A great character you don't <laughs> mean, or do you mean Eagle? Yeah, you do mean Eagle. Yeah, in the yeah. First he episode. he hugs Eagle. He's first the episode. best part of the show. Eagle is amazing, and he continues to be so relevant that. and awesome. Our dog the show. loves Eagle. Every time yeah. Eagle's on screen, Dwight is on that screen too. E- Eagle. Um, merch wise too is kind of turned into the new like alligator like Loki. Alligator Loki, yeah. Um, where there's tons of good merch out of Eagly, like like out there. And uh there there's like a there's like a filter that James Gunn is trying to make for like social media, and he's been talking about it forever, where he just wants like a thing where like you're on social media like a Snapchat and you go hey eagly and it just like makes that loud eagle noise and the eagle comes across the screen. Oh, that's cute. Amazing. I need that. But they were trying and he was talking about how he was trying to get it done before the show came out and it was just like impossible Ugh. because of COVID. Like it was impossible no. to work with people in that way. So like that would have been cool, but um just the 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 work that they put into this mm-hmm. was incredible. What did you think of the what was the rating for you the pilot for you? Okay. So having gone in not really knowing anything about the character, yeah. I will say there were definitely points that were jarring for me. And so it's not going to be that high. Um, I thought, yeah, the dad was really great at making me dislike him, but coming in and him using like the F word, and I, I was just kind of like, okay, I, I didn't know it was like this kind of show. And I think maybe that's why it kind of like threw me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have some really high points where like, I think the whole entire sex scene is so funny. Yes, absolutely. It's so funny. And then you have Eagly on top of it, and Eagly's just like really a really great like part of it. Yes, he's just this character you can attach to and and like just love and think is so fucking yeah. funny. While also like Eagly in his own right is as the show goes on, is incredibly brutal. <laughs> and it's awesome. I love that at the end he just like gives a dead possum to him he's like yeah go buddy i hope you feel better for murdering your hookup but um i'm I'm interested that's an ongoing gag where he brings in a possum whenever peacemaker's sad or like a uh, like a rat he found on the highway shit like that um but it also did have me like there were some questions i had like i'm interested to see what like what kind of character freddie stroma is and like what he brings to the show but then there's also points where i was like okay you didn't land this for me like i think the who does the, he play freddie strom is the guy in the diner he's like the little brother oh okay gotcha yeah yeah he's franny i mean should we just i mean we can i feel like we can spoil I give that. It a five and a half that's vigilante yeah okay i i didn't know that but and i has, had a fe- i had a feeling he's uh-huh. incredible he's inc- they, incredible they tell you like the, they tell you like the next episode yeah okay. yeah well, you actually, you're supposed to be able to figure it out because of his level of excitement. Yeah. And then yeah. in the very next episode, like in that same episode, you're hearing voicemails okay. with the same voice. Yeah. So there is hints at it right away. But in the second episode, they clear it up for you immediately. Um, I think it might just because he's English and I don't think the accent was like solid all the way through. Oh, dude, no. That accent's solid. Because really? okay. the character is like mentally inept in a way. And like a sense that like he's like very mentally ill. And so his weird voice, like his kind of like childlike carrying on innocent voice that he puts on with the character is so fucking funny every time. He'd just be like, what's the, like, like, okay, let's get into spoilers for a second. I was like, I don't think I got to that part. So, okay. There's a scene where there's a chainsaw involved, right? And he wants to use this chainsaw to kill Uh people. He's like, I want to go kill these monsters with this fucking chainsaw. And he's like, don't bring a chainsaw. 
And then another character comes up and saves them with the chainsaw. And instead of being all happy, he gets all mad. He's like, so you just fucking brought the chainsaw to like throw it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many moments like that. Or he's like, I'm he's like, I'm I'm Peacemaker's best friend next to Eagly. Yeah. And like always says shit like that. And he's like, an Eagly's my fifth best friend. So it's cool and doesn't bother me. Like that's exactly how this character is the whole time. Okay. It's so fucking funny, dude. He is the best character on the show. I love that. So yeah, if you ever if you're ever like looking to see what that character was like, th- there's so many compilations on YouTube. Okay. Because he's everybody's favorite. Yeah. Um gotcha. Do you remember the Aquaman joke from the beginning? Yes. What if I told you the real life Jason Momoa Aquaman address at the end of the show? He does? In the yes. show, yeah. That he fucks fish? Oh, what happens is the real-life Barry Allen, Mr. What's-His-Face, what's that actor's name? The one who slapped that chick? What's his name? He's in oh, He's in Fantastic Beasts. Fuck, what's his name? Miles, no, it's not Miles what Teller. You, guys, no. um, you both it have It starts with an E. It starts with Elijah. an E. Elijah. No, 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 no. He's Eli. in Perks. He's in Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yes, he is. Oh. Is it... What the fuck is Barry Allen's name? It's not Grant Gustin, guys. Come on. No, it's not Grant Gustin. The other one. Um. (laughs) Well, anyway, so the Flash is talking to Aquaman, and he goes, "Um, whatever, fish fucker." Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. At one point, Aquaman, because of the situation, goes, "Get out of my way, fish fucker," something along those lines. To Aquaman, John Cena says, "Get out of my way, fish fucker," and then. Aquaman goes, I'm so fucking sick of that rumor. And then Barry goes, it's not a rumor. And he goes, fuck you, Barry. And that's the last thing you see of Aquaman and the Flash in that show. Okay. But they're the actual actors mm-hmm. in it. Interesting. And okay. S- and Superman's there, but he's not the actor, but you can like see a like a silhouette of him. Okay. Yeah. And uh Wonder Woman's there, you can see the silhouette of her. Okay. But you only see up close Barry and um aquaman but it's the real actors and it was a really fucking funny unpredictable it was great this show's filled with weird crazy surprises there's a like a an alien ape at one point yeah Um, just even like what the plot is and also the show is very like the plot is about these aliens from outer space called butterflies Mm -hmm. and they and they go into people's brains and like take over them yeah. And what you come to find out is that there's literally elements and people that are working alongside these butterflies. One of them is Amanda Waller, who's working for the butterflies. And oh, okay. Adebayo is Amanda Waller's kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure if they established that in the first one or not. There's there's tons of great stuff in this. Lots of good 80s, like, glam rock um, that, like, works really <laughs> well, like, within the situation. Uh, great prison fight scene, I always think of, with Vigilante. That was really good. There's there's tons of stuff in this eight episode run. It's really entertaining <laughs> and a lot of social commentary too. Tons of it. It's tons good. of it. I tons about like it. how much of your parents' <laughs> doings and your parents like your family's opinions. How much of it are you socially responsible for? And then how much of the mistakes you've made in your life are you know your culpability and responsibility and how early of an age? Like yeah. Things were done to Peacemaker to make him a bad guy, arguably. But some people can argue that it doesn't matter. He's still a bad guy anyway. And I hear that. And there's also a scene where he literally just plays um, Motley Crue on the piano for the entire song. No singing, no anything. It's just Peacemaker playing at the piano right before he fights like a shit ton of butterflies. And it's a great scene. And like you think it'd be stupid, but it was really fucking good and like full of 
dramatic emotion. I feel like the scene I really liked was the one where they're outside in the parking lot and the new girl approaches him and he's like on the helmet or no. Um, she approaches him in the parking lot and he's got eagerly in the car and he sees the, the ring and he goes, Oh, you hubbed up. And she like chooses not to say, and I thought that was really interesting and yes. cool. The greatest relationship in this show, in my opinion, between any characters, I guess vigilante and peacemaker means a lot too for the comedy's sake. Mm-hmm. But one of the deepest relationships for peacemaker in the show, one of the things that turns his whole life around is Adebayo. Their friendship really changes a lot of aspects of who he is in a in a great way. And then also like let's be honest like at the end of the show she wasn't always that good to him she betrayed him too yeah and it's something that they had to come to terms with with each other it's like friends and be like listen i was shitty you were shitty let's just move on Mm -hmm. and there's an overall lesson to be learned there and he even said which is funny because vigilante had just been like i'm his second best friend next to eagly and then a peacemaker at the one of the end of like i think it was the end of the final episode they're in the hospital he turns to adebayo and adebayo is like covered in blood and shit from the fight and he's just like, hey, I just want to let you know something, but you can't tell Vigilante. <laughs> and she's like, okay, what is it? And he's like, you're my best friend next to Eagly. And then she like rolls a single tear and Aww, does like a chest pump. That's cute. It's mm-hmm. very, it's a good show. I think um, the comedy in it becomes more sound as you get reeled into the reality of the show. Okay. If anything, this feels like a bad shit D&D campaign. So maybe it's just I wasn't used to the tone. Yeah. I think I think what I would do for you is maybe if you're interested in it, Go watch Suicide Squad. Although, mm-hmm. for people, a lot of people told me they didn't find it necessary, people that saw it. Oh, really? But, you know. I mean, it tells you it all you need it to can't know. Hurt. Anything, but it can't yeah. it, 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 It'll effectively set you up to what you're going to see. They, they do recap it in the first, like, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And anything that's super relevant, they bring up again and, like, re-explain. But um, yeah. if you, if you want to, like, try it again, just, like, maybe try the movie and then dig back into the show. Because the movie is also much better than the first suicide squad like notably better mm-hmm. it's just a gorier i wouldn't say gorier it's a more adult version of guardians of the galaxy yeah james that's Gunn. what that's what suicide that's what the suicide squad is no matter how much he wants to argue with it it's that's what it is interesting it, it's just a more adult more mature suicide squad so, or <laughs> sorry uh guardians of the galaxy so what, um, what character would you say we all are? That's what I was getting to. Uh, okay. That's tough because I think all of these characters are so horrible and good at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, I don't know. Oh, I do want to say real quick. I like the sugar tits joke. Oh, pilot. when he calls you like sugar that? Tits. Yeah. He calls her sugar tits and then he goes, you have sugar tits to the guy. <laughs> Die beard? Yes, die beard. I think I'm die beard. Okay. I accept that I about like myself. That. I, I'm it. the I could consider myself the smartest person in the room, but I definitely would trip and like rip my whole fucking leg off essentially. Although that's not exactly yeah. what happened, but he trips and hurts himself really terribly. Okay. And I'm just like and it was over like barely any distance, and I'm like, me. Me. Yikes. <laughs> uh Franny's Franny's Harcourt. Yeah. Love that. Autobio. Okay. Yeah. Easy enough. Definitely. Uh, on on my most unhinged days, maybe I show a little bit of that peacemakerism. Yeah. But only when I get into the toxic masculinity that's indoctrinated into my mm-hmm. soul that I have to work my way out of. So. Maybe I get a little Fuck bit into vigilanteism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fighting against the patriarchy every day. 
Good luck. Trust me. I'm fighting against my mental illness every day. Trying not to be vigilante. Maybe you are more like vigilante than I thought. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, no, no you're, more you're eagly. I'm eagly. Oh, cute. Love eagly. <laughs> who would who 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 would you slam? Who Ooh, would you? I hate to say it, but Peacemaker, he's so hot. And John Cena is so hot in this. I Oh God. I cannot help it. Okay. You I could. know. I hate it. You couldn't help okay. it. He's so hot in this. You could not. Love that. What about you? <laughs> Already hardcore. Are we doing fuck Mary Kill? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, hmm. I might have to think about that one. So I think <laughs> I would. I would fuck Peacemaker. I would marry. No. I would fuck vigilante, marry peacemaker. You'd fuck vigilante. Kill. Oh, um, there's a scene where vigilante and peacemaker have a threesome with a chick. It's really funny. Throwing that out there. I just feel like vigilante's so crazy that it'd be the craziest experience ever. Yeah, you might lose a limb. You might, but it's just a one-time thing. (laughs) That was losing a limb. Hopefully, (laughs) it's a no-time thing. God. All right. What about you? Okay, mine's easy. Should Uh, do who should kill? Oh, who would you kill? White dragon. Good answer. Yeah. Can we, let's write him out. We yeah. can't pick White Dragon because that's such a. If you don't pick White Dragon, you might be perceived as a racist. Yeah. So <laughs> let's throw White Dragon out. Try um, again. Hmm. I don't really want to kill anybody else. Though. I got mine locked in. Um. <laughs> Nothing. Maybe Die Beard for his own sake. But you're not Die Beard. I don't dye my beard if that helps. Yeah. Dye I just feel like Die Beard's the shit. Well, I like Die Beard. I don't know. There's not a character I want to kill in this besides White Dragon. Or as he, or as his name actually is Economist. Sorry. I know, but there's not a character mm. I want to kill in this besides White Dragon. I got it. Amanda Waller. <laughs> she counts. That's fair. I would go for my fuck. I would fuck Adebayo because she's hot, but I know she wouldn't want to have sex with me <laughs> because she's clearly a lesbian. <laughs> so it would just be like one thing where I'd be like, you know. Like, are you um, down like if you're down we can do it once and then i'll never tell anybody so for your sake not mine i would tell everybody if you let me um <laughs> and then i would marry harcourt because mm-hmm. i love strong angry women my thing and i would kill the neighbor oh yeah that That's keeps there. fucking talking mm-hmm. about peacemakers not a fucking superhero and gives him shit and is clearly going to be batmite i'm calling it now in a different Uh-oh. season, we're going to find out that he's Batmite because he's way too obsessed with Batman to not be an interdimensional imp who's obsessed with Batman, who's a Batman weeb. Oh, that's Even cool. That's a real character. And they bring it up as being canon in the real show. Mm-hmm. Economist goes, well, at least we didn't get Batmite. And Peacemaker goes, who's Batmite? He's like, it's an interdimensional imp who's a, who stands Batman. That's crazy. And I think it's that neighbor, and I think he's going to be in season two as Batmite. I kind of love that. Right? That's my guess. I, and That's I cool. mean, he was in the intro song. Yeah, but so was yeah. so were multiple janitors, yeah. the police officers that we saw did not make it to the end. At least not in any meaningful way. Damn. Jesus Christ, this show's brutal at times. Um, what, what would you your... pick? I would fuck Freddie Stroma. So Vigilante? I'd fuck Freddie Stroma. Wow. Well, no, you get Vigilante. <laughs> Okay, but it's Freddie Stroma, so that's why. Yeah. Um, 
I would marry Hardcourt. And I would kill P. No. Oh. No. Who's kill Peacemaker? Wow, that's harsh. He's no, no. He's just like that guy. You're like, oh shucks. Okay. Maybe, maybe yeah. I'd kill Mern is another one too. Who's the guy who sat next to Peacemaker in the diner? Like, who's the trio? It's Hardcourt, the Economist, and who's the last guy? There's Hardcourt, Economist, Adebayo, and then Mern. Oh, Mern. Yeah, the, like the leader of their little group. Yes, Mern. I Mern. didn't like him. Well, that's interesting. He that's gave me I'll bad say. vibes. That's fair. Very okay. fair. Cool. All right, kids. I, I think we've I think we've done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say. Oh gosh, poor little Fred. I keep knocking him. <gasps> you over. killed Freddy's drama. <laughs> I know. Um, yes. I'm excited for season two. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Me Maybe me too. and Freddy will review it, depending on if Cody doesn't want to like catch up and just we'll see. wants to stay in obscurity with it. We'll see. Um, we'll definitely watch it though, so we'll see. I'll definitely watch yeah. it. I'm fucking. I'm waiting for it. I, I, who knows if there's even gonna be like a real season two? Have they announced it? I just know that it was one of HBO's most successful new shows for oh, streaming. Yeah, it like increased their subscriber count by quite a bit. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, Let's definitely. See. Yeah, see if it's announced real fast before we go. Um, um, I mean, but you know what is announced? The Penguin Show and the Arkham yeah. Show are both announced, okay. so that'll be good. I mean, it says that he's been teasing it. J- James Gunn's been teasing it with post-credit things and uh, a secret project soon to be released. That's all it says. I appreciate that there's a post-credit scene at the end of every episode. I thought that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. considering is there even one at the end of the Batman movie? Was there even a post credit scene there? Yeah, no, so. no, there wasn't. No, not that I remember. I yeah, I don't. Re- oh, there was. What was it? I think it was about. Um, it was the Joker. No, that was in the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought. Okay, maybe that not. Oh, and then recently they del- they put out a deleted scene from the movie with the Joker in it that's extended. So yeah, I saw that. If you guys want to see more of that Joker, that's there. But anyway. Children, I think uh, I think we've wrapped it up. Yeah. Um, where can everybody find everyone? YouTube.com slash a pilot podcast. Yeah, if you're listening to this to an RSS feed, if you're listening on Spotify yeah. or Apple or whatever, know that we're also on YouTube on video on in video. real time. You can look at our beautiful faces, talk about stuff. Um, you can also check out my YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Logan Tyler, where you get clips, uh, interviews that I do with people, um, just whatever content I feel like posting. It's just kind of like my extra content channel. Uh, so check that out. And then uh, we also have a gaming channel that me and Cody do called Team Hyperfang. Yeah. We do Pokemon Nuzlocks. Nice. Uh, technically, there is one. And it's the little timer website for the Riddler. Mm. I remember that. Uh, you can find me on YouTube.com slash CLBlueOfficial. I make Critical Role content every Saturday at noon. And I have an album called Scorpio. It's out now on all streaming platforms. Thank you guys so much for watching. Later, kids.